On this week's episode, we do cycling and rock with Seba. This is the We Do Podcast. 15 years since this club been 11 and 5. It's just the beginning. All right, it's just the beginning. That's what we're made of. So again, congratulations, man. It's time to turn some music on. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the We Do Podcast. I am your host, Billy Price, and we're coming to you once again from Cover 2 Studios. Today, we are trying something new. We are also going live on Facebook. So if you guys have any questions out there um, and you want to hit us up on this stream, please do, because Sebastian is here, guys. Sebastian at Zaldabar. Sebastian, I'm going to bring you in. Hey, buddy. How are you? Hey, how you doing, Billy? Thank you for having me, sir. Yes, yes. This is going to be so, so cool. much fun. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, hopefully, you know, we might get a question. I'm going to pull those up as we're talking and see if anybody actually hits us up. Um, let's let's on the interview portion, we like to get to know our guests. So let's take you back and let's start talking about cycling. Yes. How did you get, how, how did you get into cycling? Well, first of all, thank you for having me, Billy. It's it's an honor to be here. And funny enough, about an hour and a half ago, I did a live show on Facebook Music. Yes, I saw <laughs> so that. Yeah, I was around because I was a little depressed because it was raining. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was, <laughs> was gross go out. Wide, but, uh, I started cycling in 2011. Mm-hmm. I was a soccer player. I and I had an injury, and someone said, "Oh, cycling is good for you to get back on, back on your back, get, get your knee better." And uh, I had a I had one of them cruisers. And, okay. Uh, um, one day I was going down a hill really fast and I was like, this is cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then I started looking around asking buddies where I, where I worked at, which was Apple and a buddy of mine who's a try guy. He was like, Hey, I got a bike I'm selling. It's it's I'll sell it to you for 400 bucks. You can try it out. I think you like it. Mm-hmm. I almost got a hybrid and he's like, no, no, no. Try getting this one. Try this road. Yeah. One. What happens? <laughs> well, that's kind of history, man. Yeah. I, I um started on a hybrid too. Um, Coddle actually sold me a hybrid and it lasted oh. three or four weeks. So, you know, no. after the first try, I was like, yeah, I can't go fast enough on this thing. No, exactly. Exactly. You can't get low or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you said you were a soccer player growing up. How, how, how was that like? Uh, being from Argentina, that's what you do. I mean, mm-hmm. you play soccer or rugby or, you know, so those are kind of a national sport. So I I was born in Buenos Aires and I w- moved to Seattle when I was a kid. And that's that's what we played over there. We just did that. Yeah. And uh, funny enough, now that I'm a cyclist, when I went back to Seattle for, for a visit recently uh-huh. and rode the bike, I was like, you know, I got some hills over here. <laughs> I wasn't ready for a media Floridian. <laughs> yeah. 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 So then eventually I, I transitioned. I quit the soccer team. I was, I was playing in it. In a, in a league, and I quit the league to get into cycling, mm-hmm. you know, thanks to these people that I met and everything. So it's amazing. 
Yeah. So that that <clears throat> first bike, what was it? What was it? I'm sure you it remember a, it. It was a yellow Mercier. Ooh. Old school. Yep. Them old school, and it had clip bars. <laughs> I took the I took they had the arrow bars. I I, I took them off because mm -hmm. I almost died trying them out. <laughs> it was just, just I couldn't. Um, and then I started just doing. I ride, you know, 10, 15 miles, yeah. try to keep it at 16, 17 miles an hour until I heard about a group called Seminole Cyclists uh -huh. in Ford, Lake Mary, and they changed my life. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. I did, so oh, be before I keep, um, I did, my first group ride was with a pastor friend of mine, Pastor Danny. Okay. <clears throat> I call him out, Pastor Danny, Pastor Delwin, Pastor Juan Martinez. He's mm -hmm. me out on the trail in uh, um, West Orange Trail. Okay. Being a soccer player, I thought I was in shape. Yeah. Breathe. <laughs> right? It's like I, yes. I had lungs. I was dying, and I was wearing these weird spandex lycra things, and they were riding up my legs, so I had mm -hmm. a weird hand line going on. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. I remember the first time I put – put a cycling kit on i was like really i didn't want to come out of the dressing room <laughs> <laughs> no let me tell you the first ride i did by myself was from apple computer when from altamont when i rode home and i uh -huh. was like i'm not gonna be one of those guys on the road blocking traffic wearing yeah. a spandex i'm just gonna wear my soccer shorts and then on the way back i hit this tailwind and my soccer shorts became a parachute and i was like <laughs> maybe i'll try it <laughs> And now I shake my legs or whatever. <laughs> it is what so, it is. Man. So how many how many hours a week do you think you put in on the on the bike? Um <clears throat> so due to the fact that you know I put my poor wife has to deal with me riding on the road so much. I try to alternate my days. I do four days a week on the road and then the rest of the time on the, on rollers at home, not trainer, mm -hmm. but roller, which is a lot more yeah. fun in my opinion. But I'll probably do around for 13 hours 12 hours on the bike probably around 250 to 300 miles a week wow i'm yeah. upset yeah. <laughs> it's, it's therapy because i work from home yeah. do shows at night so during the day i'm here at home and i'm just like i gotta get out of here i gotta clear my head so when, that's mm -hmm. when i like yeah wow so yeah. so you're cycling a lot have you ever gotten into racing at all You've done crits or anything like that oh billy what a great question <clears throat> i've thought about it so many times and i've been tempted to because i ride i I've, in the past i've written with the blue hammers and with other groups mm -hmm. other groups and everything and they're always like you know fast pace you know gung-ho all in i've done cross florida four times at really really nice pace and i've always wanted to get in the psych into racing but yeah i broke my neck last year on a That's, group ride yeah i saw that video that you posted uh, <clears throat> and uh it was just something really dumb somebody in front of me didn't call a cone and one of the time checks there was a cone at the end no one called it mm -hmm. and uh and i hit the ground really bad fractured my c3 spine broke my shoulder and i've just been be, between that and the pandemic i've just been like i don't want to ride with anyone that i don't know properly yes. you know what mm -hmm. i mean mm -hmm. i sure do uh, I, I i the thing is Racing is amazing, and I'm sure I'd, I'd really enjoy it. <clears throat> I know I'd enjoy it because whenever I'm riding with my friends and we're sprinting, it's the best thing ever. But it's just just one stupid mistake, and, yeah. and you're picking up your bike in pieces. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've so, I've witnessed a couple of crits before, and I'm like, no, no, that's not for no. me. 
it's too you know, close. And, and, mm -hmm. I'm, and I'm 44 and, and I'm a musician full time. So if I break my wrist, like when, when I, when I broke my neck, I had to cancel a ton of weddings. Yeah. We missed a lot of work and it hurt, hurt, it hurt the band, the business. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, I enjoy long distance endurance rides, you know, the cross Florida rides, the tour de cure mm -hmm. like that, you know, like the, the cam rides at Paul, Paul Ritchie, the Godfather, which, yes. I call, mm -hmm. which he puts up, those are great rides, but unfortunately racing, I think time trialing on a road bike might be something interesting, interesting for me. The Eddie Merck's time trial they have over on yeah. <clears throat> the Steve Peruza's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Over at the airport or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Have but you I, ever, sp yeah, ever spent time on a time trial bike? What's that? Have you ever spent time on a trial time? time no, trial bike? I tried the clip bars in the beginning and I didn't yeah. like it. But uh, <laughs> the, the, the Steve Peruza has a, maybe I'm pronouncing it wrong, but he has a time trial series for road bikes. Okay. <clears throat> so I'm thinking of maybe, maybe doing that. Yeah. Because I mean, if you ride all this, all these miles per week, you may as well, you know, try to like compete and stuff. And mm -hmm. so, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, wh what are you riding right now? What's your what's let's I want to drool a little bit. What's your road bike right yeah. now? <laughs> I'm riding. There's two I'm riding right now, depending on the day of the week. Like today, I was gonna go on a rain ride, but when I saw the forecast for hail, I was like, mm, I can do rain, but no hail. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I have a a Canyon uh, CF SLX 8.0. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking dirty to me, bud. <laughs> Woo, it's so pretty. And it's been through so much, Billy. I've yeah. So many. Like, I haven't had, like, I'd say in that bike I've had, last year I had two accidents. The year prior I had another accident. Um, just minor ones. But la the, the one that when I was riding with a, a really cool group on a Wednesday morning that comes out of D2. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's all the the Wednesday morning ride that, that Lee runs and everything. <clears throat> mm -hmm. um, I, that was the time that I picked up my hand, my handlebars in half, my cracked handlebars. Uh, so lucky for me, I have insurance, which I'm mm -hmm. a shameless plug. Yeah. Insurance, get insurance for your bike mm -hmm. because this is not a cheap hobby. It is not. Carbon doesn't fix its own, it's itself. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so yeah, but uh, I have that one. I have a CFS SLX and I'm already looking for another one. Oh. <laughs> I'm already seeking to get into the next, the 2021 version. Yeah. But uh, I'll tell my wife, oh, this is going to go online. Just kidding. Yeah, uh, and then I have, and then I have a, 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 a it's called an Aventon, Matera, okay. which is a fixie. Okay. But I turn it into a single speed thanks to bearded bike doc Bryce. Yeah. And my doctor, my my bike doctor and friend and beast bike rider. Mm -hmm. oh, by the way, did cross Florida last week with Jeff. Yeah, just, I saw. What was the time? Yeah, just, just a pair. Yeah. And and they were what like eight hours or something? I mean something insane, right? They average 20 20.7, 20.6. I was like, I can do that in a group, but two, yeah. two people? That's <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so he helped me get that turned into a single speed. So I have those two bikes. That's my rain bike. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, man. I've only I've only had one major crash and it was during a triathlon and um I hit a <laughs> uh, a speed bump. And turned it just yeah. How fast were you going? Um, eighteen, nineteen, but it was I was slowing right. down because it was actually going around the corner, and was I was weird? like, yeah. And when I turned the arrow bars, actually went into the carbon, Ugh. so it, it cracked it. Luckily, Joey hooked me up and mm -hmm, and fixed it perfectly. He <laughs> actually, 
I um, call my bike Eleanor, and he actually replaced the logo with Eleanor. Oh, so, man, I love yeah. it. That's yeah, so it was, cool. <laughs> it was so beast. awesome. He's such a carbon animal. <laughs> he I is. He, mm-hmm. he can make anything work. Um, hey, yes, right. So, so <clears throat> you, you t- we've talked a little bit about cycling, but I know music is super important. When did you start playing? Um, I start, this is weird. I started playing my primary instrument now, which is guitar. Mm-hmm. I picked it up at 28 years old. Wow. Really? Yeah. I Googled, uh, how to play guitar. Uh huh. And, uh, it showed me the finger system where you have to, the yep. whatever. Sorry about my tan lines. I apologize. Oh, that, you're a cyclist, my friend. <laughs> um, I Googled, you know, finger number one goes here. Number two, whatever. I learned the G chord little by little, and um, a buddy of mine taught me some other chords, but mostly self-taught, and then just started playing little by little, played at church a little bit, and then eventually got to the point where I got interested in, in electric guitars. Yeah. And that's just, I, that. So 28 was when I started playing guitar. Okay. I did playing piano. I was the uh, held at gunpoint to be the, the, the church pianist. Back in Seattle when I was at church over there. Okay. They're like, you're doing it. We don't care. We don't have no one else. You're doing it. So I learned how to play the piano there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been singing most of my life, probably since I was 10, you know, eight years, nine years old. Uh-huh. And my voice is a little rough right now because I've been that for, for some reason the weather, the weather changed for me and the wind and everything has been getting my vocal cords. All, all weird, so I apologize. If I oh, no worries, no worries. I know you just did a little performance before we went live. So. Yeah, man, absolutely. So yeah. yeah, I've been doing music most of my life. That's awesome. Now, growing up in church, did you have to play? I know the difference between an organ and a piano is like night and day, right? Isn't it a lot more difficult to play the organ at church? Right. Using an organ, the thing is, the organs in church they have the bass. The bass is on the bottom. Mm-hmm. And your feet, you play the the bass with your feet. Yeah. So I tried it once. It didn't work too well. <laughs> I, I sucked. I sucked the guitar. But I was the I was the guy who would always see people playing guitar in my teens, and I'd be like, man, I gotta learn someday. It just, for some reason, I just never got into it. I just never really focused on it until twenty years old. I'm sitting at home, and I'm like, hey, I wonder if I could learn how to play guitar. What would it take? And wow. and. It, and about about a year and a half to two years, I was playing proficiently enough to you know get through songs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever tried that Apple guitar learn how to play thing that they had I at one did. point? It was the Garage Band. Yeah, the, yeah. The mm-hmm. It works. Yeah. I mean, it, it, the, the 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 it shows you a lot of the theory. It's really helpful. Okay. If you're just starting out, I wish I would have had that when I started because when I when I started, I just had like a PDF in front of me and it was like. Finger number one goes on the E string. Finger number two on the, and I'm like, oh, okay, all right, we'll yeah. see. Yeah. <laughs> then you try it, and then you gotta like, if you notice, like, you have, I apologize to the viewers, but my nails. Uh, oh wow, look at the difference. <laughs> this is the chord hand. This is the strum. Uh-huh. I don't use a pick because I like to be able to like you know move around whatever. Yeah. So. <clears throat> so yeah, so if you see my 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 ugly tan lines and my my nails, I'm I'm a catch. <laughs> so i know that you guys have released some albums and you want to share what type of music you guys play um empire theory was the band that you that i shared with you Mm -hmm. yeah i actually own that album two albums on with with empire theory unfortunately you know life got in the way and we've had to everyone had stuff to do so we kind of like moved into different directions but Mm -hmm. not before finishing those two albums 
the latest album is on Spotify. Okay. You ever want to hear it? The new, the, the older one in uh, is called Colors, and it's on. Uh, I think it's on iTunes still. I think. Yeah, you think? Uh huh. I think so. I'll let you know. I'll let the fans know. Um, and then uh, that's that was the the band that original band that we had, and then we have a cover band that I'm a part of called Seba. So Sebastian, mm-hmm. Seba and that guy. Yeah. And that guy, that guy's name is Matt Sparks, and he. Okay, so the yeah. reason why. There we're we. called Seba and that guy <clears throat> is because oh there we go yeah yeah so i don't mean to make matt this poor like nameless person <laughs> but there's a reason behind it people don't hate me so yeah <laughs> Loseba, that's my nickname and then mm-hmm. that guy is because because he plays the bass with his left hand and drums with his right hand yeah He's the most musical. It? Yeah, you guys have played it. when we had our SET Christmas party. Yes, yes, he's and crazy. I don't you know. You guys are crazy. He's crazy. He, he has mental issues, like really good mental issues. So mm-hmm. he he does this, and 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 we basically have the sound of a drummer and a bass player in one. So for years, people were like, "Who's that guy that plays the all the instruments at once?" So I go, "Wait a minute." <laughs> I go, Matt. What do you think of this? You think would you be cool with being that guy? And he's like, "What do you mean?" I explained it to him, and now so we're saving that guy. Uh-huh. Matt's guy isn't really happy with it, but whatever. <laughs> he's so, that guy. so the original stuff. What what kind of musical inspirations did you have? Like, what what were you jamming to when you were younger? Oh, dude. I mean, Beatles number one, of yeah. course. But this this particular band has a lot of U two. Coldplay, Muse mm-hmm. kind of influences. Sort of like, um, I would say, kind of like a British pop rock type vibe. Okay. So we, we kind of borrow from the greats and, and, and then we take some, you know, some of the, uh, some of the old, some of the songs that we did in the, in the first album. We, uh, we, we had a, our producer, Rich, uh, Roy Mitchell Cardenas, which is also a bass player for a band. He was a bass player for a band called Mute Math, which was an amazing band. Mm-hmm. He produced the, the re- both records, and he had a Beatles. Him and I kind of like share a Beatles affinity. Okay, there's some older Beatles type chords in there. So it's like I said, mostly Beatles, U2, Coldplay, Muse, mm-hmm. inside of inside of a basement, held at gunpoint, create music. <laughs> so. Yeah. Now you guys are with the pandemic hopefully coming to an end. Are you guys getting out to play a little bit now? Uh, save on that guy. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, Empire Theory, unfortunately, no, we're not doing any more touring or playing or anything. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. we have just life got in the way. But save on that guy, we're playing, we're doing a lot more weddings. And let me tell you something. Uh, I've, we've done a lot of the, these weddings where people don't wear masks and they've come up to us and go, free bird, like right yeah. here. Oh, no. And you're like, because <laughs> you, you, we rope off the stage, but sometimes, you know, you can't like force people to not move towards you. Yeah, we get excited. A little bit of alcohol kicked in, uh, and 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 I'm, I'm telling you, Billy, I'm like, okay, that's it. I I have COVID. That's it. Yeah, I go get tested. Still haven't gotten it. I don't know yeah. how. And uh, I had my first vaccine last week. I How'd got- you come out with that? It was it was okay. I mean, I felt a little weird. Um, a little weak. No fever. No body aches. Just mm-hmm. tired. Yeah, that's the way I've. I've gotten both of mine now. I'm, okay, I'm a week cool. into my second shot, and yeah. that was all tired. That was it. it for me. Mm-hmm. I don't. I didn't feel any any weird symptoms, anything crazy. 
Um, I felt like, you know, you do 65, 70 miles with a group and you, you stayed in the front for a while. That's what I felt like. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to tell everybody about, um, what you and, and that guy do, especially with the bikes on stage? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> well, before I say that, let me tell you something else. Matt Sparks, that guy is also a cyclist. Yes. I've saw some of your posts. He's a, he's a beast on the cycling he's now, getting, isn't he? He's getting into it, dude. I taught him how to use rollers too. He's getting uh-huh. into it. He spent good money on a bike. He's yeah. been, he's been setting aside money. Don't tell Stephanie his wife, but he's been setting <laughs> some money to buy some gear because we have gear problems. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So, you're looking, I know this 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 sounds way more inflated than it should be. Yeah. You're looking at the only musician cyclist in the history of mankind to ever ride a bike on rollers at uh-huh. Hollywood. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I've seen the video. <laughs> and it was it was a stupid let me tell you something, Billy. I thought we thought it was a good idea. Yeah. We, we had lights on the on the spokes of my of my back then I had a Cannondale Super Six. Mm-hmm. We had lights on the spokes, but the rollers that I was on, see, I'm using these tax rollers now that are a little more tapered, so they're easier to work with. Okay. And I was using the kinetic ones, which are straight drums, straight yeah. drums, and you have to pedal perfectly. So I have, I'm on the bike, and Dave, my guitarist, is leaning against me, so I have, so I can hold on. Uh huh. The state, the curtains open up. And the lights are off. I thought there was going to be some lights on the stage. So, yeah. so what saved me, let me tell you what saved me. People doing this. Okay. <laughs> doing this, and they were taking pictures, and that's what saved me from, from dying. Because what I was doing is I was getting, with the flash photography, as I was spinning in the dark, I was able to see the drum, the, the roller once in a while. Okay. And then the lights came on and I started singing. Yeah. And it was, it was, I didn't die. I don't know how I didn't die. And I said to myself, if I if I fall off this 10-foot stage, it's gonna be the most incredible and worst thing ever recorded in music history. And what what was the song you were singing while you were uh, writing? I was singing uh Road. Okay. Which is a new song. What is uh-huh. I think it's that one. Uh, I think so. I think so. I have to I have to remember it. Yeah, uh, but we were. Uh, I remember the the stage techs were like, "Okay, so are you gonna be on a stationary bike?" I'm like, "No, no, no, it's not stationary." Okay, so are you, are you gonna just ride in and then ride back out and get off the bike? I'm like, "No, I'm gonna be on like a treadmill for bikes." Yeah. They're like, "Are you gonna fix the bike somewhere? Is it gonna be connected to something?" I'm like, "No." And they're like, "Okay, so are you gonna?" Are you are you sure you want to do this? Because we can we can change stuff up, whatever. Yeah. We're like, let's do this, whatever. And it and it came out pretty cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't so die. We, yeah. We have a lot of um folks that are interested in in cycling, some folks that are triathletes. What kind of advice would you give someone, you know, let's just say for instance, if they're getting into group rides, what mm. kind of advice would you you give? Because you know, you are especially have um a lot of experience in group rides. Some of us triathletes may not. So right. what would you, what would you give them as far as advice? Um, that's a really good question. Uh, first of all, I would give anyone who wants to become a cyclist. I would say what my wife, my very wise and um, understanding and learned wife says, you do you boo. 
Yeah. And what this means is basically you don't compare yourself to somebody who's been doing it for years and say, oh, I'm not going, I can't hold 18 miles an hour. I can't hold 20 miles an hour, whatever. You do you at your own pace. And then that's, that's going to come later. Mm-hmm. You have to fall in love with the sport first. You have to develop your cycling habits first, whatever. And then in terms of riding in groups, I mean, for me, in terms of performance, whenever I wanted to get faster and better, I always pick groups that were harder. Yes. I pick people that kick my butt. Mm-hmm. If you pick people that are, you know, really good riders, but you're never challenged. If you're okay, if you're okay there's nothing wrong with wanting to, wanting to stay at a certain level the whole time. But if you really want to move up and go harder, you need to get your, your butt handed back to you once in a while. And, and there's, there's no shame of getting dropped, is there? Oh, you know, let me tell you something. Getting dropped is the is the necessary experience for those of us who want to become better. Yes. You have to get dropped. And I've gotten dropped many times. <laughs> <laughs> and I said and, and I said to myself, it, the reason what happened when I would get dropped is I would say, I have two options. Either I say I'm never coming back to this ride again, or I'd say I'm never getting dropped again. Yeah. Yep. I picked the second one. Mm-hmm. So you and, work your ass off, your butt off, sorry. You work your yeah, butt off during the week. You murder yourself during the week. And then you get to the group ride and you're like, oh, I didn't get dropped. I actually, you know, yeah, I'm good to go. And, but again, I, I, I have to reiterate, if you're getting into something from scratch, comparison is the worst, is the best way to destroy something special. Yes. 100%. You somebody else, you're ruining it for yourself. Mm-hmm. You do you, boo. You have to be who you are on the bike. You're going to be slow at the beginning, whatever, but you're going to, if you keep putting it, putting time into it, you're going to get better. And that's it. I started out um, doing that Saturday signature ride with Seminole Cyclists. And yeah, I would always go with, like you said, the group that I don't have any business riding with. And the lucky thing when you're with those guys is that there's a group behind that's going to pick you up. So exactly. it's not a big deal. Right. So I, I would go and I'm like, okay, I'm, I made it to, to this portion. All right, great. You know, I'll hang back and say, I'll get me next week. I'll try to go a little bit farther, you know, yep. just so you can get to the point where, okay, I'm hanging with you guys and I'm taking my turn pulling and, and I feel good about it, you know? hundred percent. And let me tell you, groups like Seminole Cyclists, which I'm telling you, I always tell people who want to get into group riding, go to Seminole Cyclists. They have an A, B, and C group. They have an A plus group, whatever. You you don't have to go in there. You, they're they're going to they're gonna take care of you because when I went, they were like, I had people riding next to me and kind of like making sure that my arm was were a little more bent. They were like, bend your elbows a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like to me, the art of group riding. And I thought it was priceless to me. Yes. Spring cycling also helped me out a lot. I, I rode with them a little bit. And then of course um, the blue hammers, but find a group of people that are going to affirm you. Cause that's the thing too, is after these rides, because you're working in a group and you're pulling together and pu- keeping it at a certain pace, you've all done the work. So at the end, it's just like, Man, you th- the amount of affirmation from each and each of us to each mm-hmm. other was fantastic. Yes. Yep. That's the thing in cycling. I've always thought cycling was a was a solo sport, and then when I discovered that you could ride in a group in a peloton and and be in the front and pull and then go to the back and there's a there's a fine art to holding the wheel and not overlapping too much, calling objects out on the road, mm-hmm. or somebody who's bonking. You know, it's just it's a beautiful thing. I wouldn't yeah. try for anything. <laughs> yeah, there, there's, you know, 
watching the tour and seeing how that amoeba of a peloton overtakes things is is beautiful yeah i i tell you when i first started watching the tour which was in 2011 i was like you always under the impression that it's one guy who wins mm -hmm. <clears throat> but then you start you know you, you start seeing these domestiques you know that are taking over pulling in the front which is what i enjoy doing that's why my instagram and my strava name is domestique saber because i like pulling uh, yeah like, okay oh, well you want to be a servant you know mm -hmm. so i yep. like i like being a servant i like you know kind of like staying i'm not a, i'm not a sprinter yeah not everybody's cut out to sprint not everybody has these fast twitch muscles not every, sometimes I, I like a slow burn yeah so that's, that's kind of like you know that's the kind of cyclist that i am but there are people that i ride with that <clears throat> will sprint to the stop sign and drop me in a second and i'm okay with that so, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's beautiful cycling <laughs> So we have a game. Are you ready okay. to play a game with me? Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. I even have uh, game theme music. You ready for this? Oh, my gosh. Go ahead. <laughs> We're going to play another edition of This or That oh, with Seba. God. I'm nervous. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you can do this. I promise. Okay. All right. The first one, Strava or Garmin. If you had to choose one. Dang, that's a great question. Does that have to be quick? No, you can think about it. That's fine. I'm going to say if it's not in Strava, it didn't happen. Okay. So you, you'd be okay without uh, Garmin in your life? I mean, I enjoy, I enjoy my, my Garmin Edge, but still. If yeah. it's not in Strava, when, it, when you finish a ride and it doesn't get uploaded to Strava, what happens? Yeah, yeah you're like, I got to go back out again, right? Yeah, in Garmin, <laughs> no one, barely anyone goes to Garmin to check out rides in there. <laughs> yep, that's true. Okay, we're going to do that one. Okay, next one. Uh -huh. Smart Trainer. Or rollers? Rollers all day. Really? Uh, yeah, I'm a rollers guy. Yeah. I, 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 the thing is, and I'm going to I'm gonna uh, shameless plug for rollers. You want to get better riding outside and uh, gain pedal efficiency, proper pedaling efficiency, mm -hmm. get up your rollers. Okay. Because most of us, when we first start riding, we pedal in squares. Yep. So rollers, when you're pedaling in rollers, you have to, you have to push down and scoop up exactly it has to be the perfect pedal stroke for you to not fall off okay and i started doing that and i'm telling you within a month of doing rollers my my core was better and my 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 balance was better and my pedaling efficiency skyrocketed okay i yeah. don't know if you can see i've got my my uh bike is on the trainer behind me here my argon yeah so I'm, I, but i'm on the wahoo so i, I have i tried rollers once at a um triathlon um that i was at and mm -hmm. they're like hop on i'm like and i try no no i, I didn't have the balance for it <laughs> i'm telling you I, I, and I know what you mean but if you dedicate just a little bit each day i'm, I'm sure you can do it okay i'm trying to, i'm working on a video eventually where i'm gonna have my guitar mm-hmm play a song on the rollers nice <laughs> so we'll see what happens <laughs> Keep okay me all right the next one huh. Hill, hills or flats you know riding out on the hills like claremont versus riding around here i'm gonna say flats okay because i am from the west coast and i like what when i've ridden in, in seattle and denver and california those long long climbs are mm -hmm. glorious you get into a groove but the punchy climbs in claremont can be a little bit a little bit annoying yeah to okay me, to me yeah. I, I enjoy more uh i enjoy more the like when I, when I was in denver riding up a mountain 
and just you're you're literally 45 minutes to an hour climbing mm. and you you don't have you're not going really fast but you're like it's it's between 10 and and, and 7 10% 3% 4% you get into a groove mm-hmm. and that's it yeah, you just put your head down and go, right? right. That's it. Yep. With the with the climbs here, which I'm not complaining about, with the climbs here, it's just it's very punchy. So you can probably you know sprint, and by the time you're done sprinting, you get you get to the top, whatever. But I really enjoy the long effort, the long haul. Okay, all yeah. right. Good question. Now we're gonna we're gonna tap into your music side. Okay, J- James Taylor or Jimi Hendrix? Jimi Hendrix. Wow. Okay. I was really, when I made these up, I was like, I think he's going to choose James Taylor. I thought about that. It's a, it's a good, it's a good question, but I, I feel like the distortion side yeah. the side of me kind of like, you know, Jimmy. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fender or Gibson. Uh, I'm going to say Fender and here's why uh-huh. I'm a Gretsch guitar guy, Gretsch guitars. Okay. So Gretsch was acquired by Fender in the early, I believe the early two thousands, so I have to be Fender. Okay, done. I don't have a choice. <laughs> All right, we're gonna go back to cycling. Yes. Disc brake or rim brake? Rim brake. <laughs> Let me tell you something about disc brakes. Disc brakes are nice if you're living in North Carolina. Yeah. If you're living here in Florida, really, you need it. <laughs> I mean, the, okay, so here's, and here's the deal. I'm probably shooting myself in the foot because the next canyon I'm going to get yeah. is going to be a disc brake regardless. Yeah. And I, and I do understand the, 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 the need for, I do understand the braking, uh, the, the braking efficiency of disc brakes is a lot more important, but I'm just a traditional. Rim okay. Guy. All right. Another, another cycling one. And I'm going. Yeah, I'm going way, way back for you. Okay, Kittle or Cavendish? Those are two sprinters. Yeah, yeah. I was going to tour. Yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I would, I would have said, I would have said ordinarily Kittle because I like, I really enjoyed his sprinting style. Yeah, I'm going to say Cavendish having won four stages mm-hmm. past the tour, tour of Turkey this past week. Yeah. I mean, we 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 all wrote him off, and he's back. Yeah. Meanwhile, Kittle's retired. Hmm. So I'm gonna go ahead and say Cavendish, even though I don't like his attitude a little bit when he when he made Sagan, when he ended up causing Sagan to get kicked out of the tour. Yes, remember that? Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. I was it was a little bit upsetting, but I'll take Cavendish. There you go. Last one, and this huh. is uh, I know you're an avid coffee drinker, so I'm yeah. gonna I, I I I included this one for you: yes. double espresso or mid americano. <sighs> okay. I've been in Bryce's house. Okay. And, uh, Bryce, the bearded bike doc. Mm-hmm. And he's made an espresso for me. Yeah. And it is the nectar of the gods. There's nothing like somebody fixing your bike, making it perfect, mm-hmm. and making you coffee at the same time. Nice. <laughs> an espresso, a double espresso is my answer. My, that's okay. my answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then look, here we go again. <laughs> That was this or that. With I love Seba. It. I love it. <laughs> so before we let you go, uh, why don't you share where everybody can find out more about you, um, your Facebook, your are you on all the other social medias? Where would you like people to kind of find you? Okay, so if you guys want to uh, 
Check us out on Facebook. We are under Saba and that guy on Facebook, mm -hmm. which is that graphic you posted. Yep. Yeah, I think you're going to post it up right now. There you go. There it is. Yep. That's where you can find us. You find us right there on Facebook. Look us up right there. We'd love for you guys to check us out. We're doing what we're trying to do before it gets really, really hot is a garage band series where we're going to be playing in different garage garages. Really? Yeah. Exactly. Before it gets really warm. So we're trying to like trying to do that. So keep an eye out on that. That's the, that's the biggest page I want you guys to follow. If you guys don't mind saving that guy. Um, mm -hmm. And, uh, and yeah, and on Instagram, I'm, on Facebook, I'm of course, Sebastian Zaldivar yep. on Instagram. I'm domestic Seba. Mm -hmm. Domestic S E B A. And you see a lot of pictures of my bike, pictures of my, of my mate, of my yerba mate, Argentinian tea mm -hmm. pictures of, uh, my backyard, whatever. So yeah. <laughs> Your lovely wife is on there as well. No, she, she sure is. She sure is. My wife, Andrea, <laughs> I want to give her a shout out for putting up with me. Mm-hmm. This morning she was like, are you going to ride in the rain? I go, I think so. She goes, I don't think that would be a wise decision. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, okay, I won't. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. We may have got a comment. Let me see here. Ooh. Oh, I, we do. Here we go. Let me get, I'm going to show you the comment. Look okay. at this. Camille. Yeah. Camille's watching. Camille runs one of the best bike fit studios in the state, if not the country. Great guy, he uh, was my my first my first bike fit uh, was with Camille. Yes, motion and, fit, uh, motion fit, mm -hmm. and uh, um, there's a lot of good uh, bike fitters out there. Adam Baskins and also from Catwood Fitness is is a guy that I work with now. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, Camille, he's he. Uh, I remember I'll tell you something about Camille. That I remember before before he, he he can hear me. Yeah, I had a gigantic. I'm at Cannondale. I had a gigantic saddlebag. And I was doing a, a bike fit, and he goes, "Why do you need this gigantic saddlebag?" Oh no! And I go, <laughs> "I go, oh, it's because because I have my tubes in there." Why do you need two tubes? You're only gonna get one flat. You only need one. Yeah. Tube. <laughs> Are you going camping? Are you? Is there a sleeping bag in there? And from <laughs> then on, I was like, if Camille said small saddlebag. Small saddlebag it is. <laughs> oh, here he, 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 he you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Totally. Yeah, yeah. I actually had a bike fit with Camille, and he found out so much about me that I didn't even know. So it was amazing. So if anybody's out there and looking for someone, <laughs> Camille's the man. He knows. I got to go check out his new studio. He's in Winter Garden now. Yes, it's it's amazing. Have you been there? Yes. Yeah, that's I where I got my bike fit. Mm -hmm. I've been yeah. a hermit with this pandemic. I've been a hermit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we're going to wrap this up, guys. Make sure to go out and check out Saba. Do you want to share your Strava as well if somebody wants yes. to follow you there? Also, Domestic Saba. Uh, hold on. Let me let me double check. Just let me check. <laughs> Sorry, dude. I apologize, uh, world. Yeah, it's on, it's Domestic Saba. In fact, I'm going to zoom it in. See if you can okay. See. I don't know if you can see it. Uh, I was getting there. There, oh, it's kind of there. Domesti Seba, you guys make sure to go out and follow him as well. It looks weird. I don't know why it looks weird on the camera. Yeah, Domestic yeah. Seba. you'll find me in there. All right, I want to. I want to thank Sebastian for being on the show, and I want to thank, thank you guys. For, you guys for listening. If uh, you could go out and follow us on the Apple Podcast, make sure to give us a good like, and we appreciate you guys. And we'll see you next time on the We Do Podcast. Bye bye.